Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, a wonderful morning, a wonderful evening, a wonderful night in the company of your loved ones or merely just meditating or taking on the day. This episode, I want to touch on a topic that I've been wanting to discuss for a few days. This election cycle will no doubt be contentious as it always is for the presidential uh, bid. This cycle will no doubt bring out animosity, uh, will bring to the forefront many topics, many subjects like abortion, like uh, war in the Middle East, like teacher salaries, like the protection of women's rights, etc. Now, I want to remove ourselves from that a little bit in this episode and merely want to discuss Uh, The dangers of following somebody blindly. The dangers of how someone who is a hero to us uh, can become an idol to us. And how dangerous that is. Everybody that you can think of in history. From Alexander the Great, George Washington, uh any of the presidents of the United States, um, great activists, um, great athletes, they all have character flaws, as we all do for being human, as we all do, as I do as well. I have character flaws. You my friend listening on the other side of this episode has character flaws um but sometimes we forget to attribute the cons along with the pros of the people that we follow of the people that we admire for example JFK uh loved for the most part was a womanizer Uh, Mr. George Washington the the great founding father of the United States of America oh he couldn't tell a lie but if you dig deeper uh, you will find a more human than uh, idol type of uh, person is revealed when you dig deep into his um, story. It is not a uh, mistake. It is not by coincidence that a lot of the founding fathers, a lot of the first senators and representatives of our 
country uh, were actually businessmen, merchants, landowners, and the biggest of them all at the time uh, of our inaugural years. It's not coincidence that the people who wrote the Constitution had a uh, almost a conflict of interest when they wrote the laws. Uh, another hero, MLK, also uh, known to have cheated on his wife. <laughs> Like I said, we all have flaws and we have to remember that sometimes because a lot of the heroes that hypnotize the countries, that hypnotize the masses, can turn into a dictator, can turn into a despot, can turn into someone that lifts a finger and millions of people will move at his behest. And millions of people will do anything, right or wrong, just for the fact that they consider this person a hero and someone they admire. Alright. Powerful orators. Powerful politicians. Powerful businessmen are one step away from being cult leaders. And like I said, many people never think of the frailties and the error in their hero's ways. For example, Mr. Donald Trump, obviously, uh, I've stated many times that I was extremely happy that Mrs. Hillary Clinton didn't win the nomination because that would have been uh, horrible. That would have been more of the same. More of the same. But at the same time, I'm very sad because uh, once again, it's more of the same. More war. Uh, military, military industrial complex continues to swallow up our financial budget um, so everyone has their flaws uh, like I've stated Mr. Trump yeah I mean he probably scammed a few people from some money uh, he most definitely took advantage of bankruptcy laws and skidded away scot-free basically from some business deals but that's not really um his fault if if he did everything legally i mean the system is there for all of us to learn for all of us to take advantage of naturally we didn't all and we don't all have uh, the same financial uh buying power that Mr. Trump has had throughout the years. 
But anybody that tries to put America first, that tries to put the seniors first, that tries to... Uh, withhold the power of America uh, beyond foreign entities, at least at face value, uh, we should consider a, a patriot, a true patriot. Now listen, there's a lot of foreign money, a lot of foreign money in our uh, politics. There's no doubt about that. Israel, uh, I believe, is the top uh, foreign entity uh, when it comes to our politics. So you're not going to get away with anything derogatory or with anything that contradicts the policy of Israel uh, in public in the United States. Now, Saudi Arabia has a lot of power as well. A lot of money going into our politics from Saudi Arabia and China. Uh, China owns a lot of our debt. It's the foreign entity that owns the most debt. It's quickly buying up property all over the country. And I've stated this many times. Now, back to the topic at hand. A lot of our heroes should not be idolized. Yes, we can admire them. Uh, we can even follow in their footsteps. We can even follow in some of their footsteps. But listen, when you follow somebody blindly, when you follow somebody blindly, you are one step away from being hypnotized. One step away from being hypnotized. See, I was a big fan of Kobe. Kobe Jelly Bean Bryant. But I, I know he has a, an obsessively controlling mentality. And he expects a lot from uh, those that work with him. So is that necessarily the most healthy and correct way of going about in a job environment not necessarily maybe it it served him well for the arena he was in when he played for the Los Angeles Lakers but not all of us are Kobe Bryant not all of us are waking up at 4 a.m. to work on our craft for three hours coming back home to be with our families and then uh, at noon going back to practice you know he raised the bar for himself so high that he had no uh, ability to really accept error in his uh, co-workers and his uh, teammates. And like I said, is that necessarily the best way to go about uh, Developing relationships in a job environment? Probably not. Probably not. Um, now, Mr. Trump, we all know his prolific uh, tweeting ability. And sometimes he could be pretty crude in how he uh, gets across his message. 
Is that a way to follow? Is that a, a, a form? An example? An ideal course to follow? I don't know. I don't know really because it has been and proven effective. Unfortunately, 99 or maybe 95% of the population is very uneducated when it comes to politics, foreign affairs, uh, state affairs, federal affairs. So somebody that is very crude in their message and that knows how to elicit emotional reactions can play people like puppets. So I understand what Mr. Trump is doing and I truly believe that he is a patriot. And I mean, every president, every single president has had their flaws and will continue to have flaws. Now, what I look at the most is, are they getting us into more wars? Unfortunately, Mr. Trump has increased the action in that arena. And as a libertarian, that's pretty sad uh, and enraging. Anything that puts America first. Other than killing civilians, in my opinion, is good. You know, I don't understand why we need to go kill foreign civilians and act like we're releasing them from their shackles. Uh, We have no business in Yemen. We have no business in Yemen. Uh, We have no business in Venezuela. Yet you hear... You hear our politicians clamoring now for military action in both countries. Why? Oh, Yemen just happens to be located in an area where most of the world's oil is transported. Oh, Venezuela just happens to have the biggest known oil reserves in the world okay now let me take it back because I I keep knocking on this dead horse beating on this dead horse and I will continue to do so Abraham Lincoln I was devastated folks if you want to know the truth if you want the veil the veil of Lies to be ripped away from the beautiful picture that the school system has taught us, has indoctrinated us with. I suggest you really get into the economics of the Civil War. I suggest you really get into what was it that Abraham Lincoln said. What was it that Abraham Lincoln did? But let me cut a little bit of that research time for you. Mr. Abraham Lincoln. The uh, hailed 16th president of the United States. 
incarcerated journalists, incarcerated dissenters that did not agree with him or his political uh, plans. The Civil War, yes, 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 slavery was a hot button. Slavery was at the forefront of the situation. But Abraham Lincoln was quoted saying that if he could free all the slaves and keep the union together, he would. If he could keep all the slaves enslaved, but keep the union together, he would. If he could go half and half on the issue of slaves, but keep the union together, he would. The Civil War was a war of economics. It was simply a war of economics. The South had a lot of power. Its agricultural power and prowess was great. It shipped off its crops to Europe and bought a lot of things from Europe. The North, mainly an industrial economy, uh, sides power dwindling and wanted to impose tariffs. Oh, there's that word again, huh? Tariffs uh, on imported goods because. Its economy uh, was feeling the squeeze. Naturally, the North and the South were at odds when it came to this. And unfortunately, hundreds and thousands and thousands of people died until this issue was resolved. But not before the seed of animosity impregnated the South. And we continue to see many of this animosity. Uh, now it's more or less the bougie cities the uh, coasts versus the flyover country in our country and you could boil this down to the highly revered 16th president of the United States now I don't want to leave and I do not like to leave on a negative uh, feeling when I end these podcasts so uh, I just want to say this just know that everybody I had a previous episode where I spoke about learning from some of the most evil people ever just know that everybody has something to teach us but there's nobody that we should follow blindly Because that will just make us one more zombie.
in this hypnotized world.